you're listening to the high upside show a podcast that allows people like you and me to invest our money in a more entertaining way my name is keen arrivals i'm a photographer by the day but i make most of my money by flipping cards in this show i'll be sitting down with you and sharing my best practices you'll learn my process the lessons i've learned and more importantly who you should be buying what's up guys and welcome back to the high upside show it's your host keen arrivals and today Today, I want to talk about something that some of you might feel like it's just being over talked about. You're tired of hearing about it. And some of you might feel like it's just not being touched on enough. You know, for me, I think um, it's something that we kind of should be talking about every day. A lot of us look at the hobby or, or, or basketball cards, sports cards as, you know, um, commodities. We look at them as something that is similar to the stock market and the stock market is talking about this every day. You know, stocks are going up and down. The volatility is crazy. People are bullish. They're bearish. And believe it or not, a lot of that is going in our heads within this sports cards market. But we're just not conveying it to one another. You know, we're we're optimistic. You know, we're invested. We're bullish. And we're telling ourselves it's going to get better. But we, we really don't know. And and that's kind of what I want to talk about today is a, a, a continued or an extended view or updated view of, of my opinion on the hobby. So many of you know that I've been doing this for quite some time. A lot of the cards that you see me show or that I picked up, I picked them up in the off season. Um, regardless of what happens, I'm pretty much going to be in, in the positive. You know, I got the cards so cheap that, you know, they're, they've skyrocketed since then. If they come down, I'm still kind of within profit margins. So that allows me to kind of be optimistic and hold and, and you know, kind of see how things play out. But I also know a big part of my audience has recently just picked up cards. Like you guys are new, you you know maybe paid top dollar at one point in time. You bought at the top, and you're kind of panicking. You're kind of frantic. You know that's been a lot of the messages that I've been getting. Hey, what's going on? Hey, should I keep buying? Hey, you know, do you think the season is going to come back? And you know I don't have any of those answers, unfortunately. I, I'm. I was optimistic about the NBA season coming back. Now that's kind of dwindling. It doesn't seem like it makes too much sense. It's kind of a big risk. And, you know, we can't just think about our bottom line. What I do know is that sports cards in the past typically aren't affected by like offseason or no basketball. Like, you know, people dip during the playoffs who aren't in the playoffs. But that's probably just more of a performance thing. They didn't make it to the playoffs. They probably didn't do that well. But in terms of just like the overall car prices, they don't like fall off of a cliff when the uh, when the off season comes or when there's just no basketball. In fact, that's typically when uh, most of the speculation tends to happen. So, yeah, what are my thoughts on you know what's going on right now? Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've seen an increase in price. You know, again, I haven't bought too many cards um, within the last few months, but I did pick up some Luca Prism PSA nines. I got in about like 120 after taxes and shipping or whatnot. And, you know, those cards went up to about 200 bucks. I sold a few at 200, locked in some profits. And once the NBA season kind of shut down, they quickly dropped. They went to 180, you know, followed about like 160, 159. And then they kind of went all the way down to about 120-ish. And recently we've seen them pick back up. You know, now the Luca Prism PSA 9 is about 160 bucks. And it's kind of plateaued in a way. It's kind of been staying at that price point. And doing doing pretty solid given that uh you know the circumstances. Seeing that card bounce caused me to kind of look at some other cards and everything seems to be up about ten or twenty percent. Everything kind of fell about forty percent, but yeah, it's 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 right back to like those levels. Depending on when you got in, 
you should be able to break even or profit a little, you know, bit of money unless you, you know, bought a week prior to the NBA, you know, season being suspended. So what that looks like is the hobby's pretty bullish. You know, we don't know if that's going to be something that is going to stay for a long time. Now, a lot of people are kind of questioning if those prices are sustainable, you know, that type of volume, that type of push. And I think so, you know, um, and, and, and other, in other markets, people might call this a bull trap where the prices kind of go up, you know, they're bullish. And then, you know, people just sell on you really quickly. I don't think the sports cards market has gotten to that point yet where we're giving off like false signals. But I, I do think people are bullish. And the beauty of sports cards is that though there's a bunch of sets and parallels and, you know, um, things that, that come out each year, we're really all just kind of buying like the same like three or four cards. No one's like going out on the limb and picking up like a ton of court kings or a ton of, you know, like those are great cards. I think they have potential. But for the most part, we're kind of sticking like within that prism, optic, select realm and the parallels that follow beneath that. So when we talk about volume, at least from the investing side of things, I think the volume is real. I think it's going to continue. I think it's going to continue to push higher because we're all trying to buy the same cards. You know, it's not like back in the day where if you bought LeBron, you could buy his hardcore and that was a good investment or you could buy his SP authentic or his Fleer or his, you know, whatever upper deck. Like there was so much competition and, and people just wanted all of those cards. And today it's like, it's just Panini. We just want Select. We just want Prism. We just want Optic. You know, we can't afford Immaculate. We can't afford National Treasures. Those things aren't great investments. Those are more like long-term, you know, uh, uh, holds and yeah, as, as long as we continue to buy those three things, regardless of the amount of circulation, I think they're going to continue to push higher. I mean, we've seen that when the NBA season was, was, was doing its thing, you know, prism rookies were going for seven, 800 bucks and we're all bidding on them. So I think it's real volume. I think it's going to be something that continues to trend and whether the NBA season continues or not, I think we're going to get into a real speculation play where we're just going to start assuming a lot of stuff, you know, the NBA has kind of reset. The Golden State Warriors dominated for the last few years. We knew who was going to the championship. And even though, like, we kind of have our ideas now, like, oh, Lakers or Clippers out of the West. The Bucks are coming out of the East. We really don't know. You know, anything can happen. You know, the Sixers could just come out and dominate. Uh, Luka could just put on a show during the playoffs. You know, so, like, there, there's so much, like, different ideas. And there, there's so many opportunities for investors and for, you know, uh, NBA players that I think speculation is going to take over any everything. It doesn't matter what's happening in the NBA. You want the guy who's going to be next and compare it to LeBron or compare it to Giannis. Everyone's a steal if they can reach those levels of success. So basically what I'm saying is that I'm still buying. You know, I'm not looking at this as a, a downfall. I think the hobby bottomed out. Um, can it have another flash crash? Sure. You know, but I, I think we've seen the resilience of, of the investors here. You know, if it if it has a flash crash, some people will panic and, and they'll sell. But for the most part, people won't. And I, I think that's the real benefit of sports cards is because they're a physical item. You know, it's not a stock. It's not, you know, a, a cryptocurrency. It's, it's a physical sports card. Like in order to sell this, you have to package it up and send it out. And no one wants to do that. Like when you have a a Luca in your hand and you pay 140 for it, it's really hard to let it go for 120, especially when you know fundamentally nothing has changed about Luca. Like everything that's going on right now is 
nothing to do with basketball. So like, it's really hard to sell that car for under 120 bucks. I think, you know, sellers are going to be a lot more firm. I had a guy reach out to me recently. He wanted to buy a few Michael Porter Jr. cards and, you know, I gave him a price and he was like, hey, what about this price? I'm like, no, you know, I I don't want to do it. Everyone who wanted to buy my Luca Prism PSA 9, they reached out to me. Hey, I'll give you 125. And I'm like, no, like, why would I, you know, it's Luca. Why would I do that? You know, it, it didn't. It didn't make sense to sell it that low. I didn't care what it was selling on eBay. I didn't care, like, you know, uh, if, if people, it, it just didn't make sense. Everyone's coming in and trying to get a card or a steal. They're trying to lowball right now because they assume if you're selling that you're in need of money. And for the most part, everybody's just like, no, I'll just hold it. And I think if we have that mentality, then we're going to be okay. Like, we've already seen it. Cards are trending back up and nothing's going on. Imagine when we get some real news, you know, then, then it'll continue to trend. Um, if it comes out and, you know, uh, Adam Silver says, hey, the NBA season's canceled, we're done, you know, nothing more, we'll just start again next year, then, yeah, some of the some of the lower-end players might might take a dip. Some of the higher-end cards might get listed, you know, and at that point, it's just a buying opportunity. You know, fundamentally, we have to remember that nothing has changed. So if you see, if you see a good opportunity, then... You got a bike, you know, so we're just going to be buying cards up left and right. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I think I wanted to just kind of touch base on that because a lot of people have been asking me, you know, what do you think? What's going on? What should I do? And I can't tell you what to do, but what I'm doing is just holding on to my positions and, and, and looking to increase my positions. If I see a better position, a better play, then I'm looking to increase it. One thing I can say is that uh, if you follow my newsletter, you probably already know this. But one thing I can say is that I have been buying what I think are more safer investments and and not because like I'm afraid of the risk or anything, but I just think a lot of the safe investments right now are a really good value compared to the riskier investments. You know, risky, risky investments should be cheaper, you know, not, not more expensive. So I've been looking at a lot of players who I feel like are established, who I feel like have the, the, the potential to be not only the face of their, their team, but like of the league and they're just cheaper than, you know, all the other players. You know, the guy I'm buying right now, he's the same price as Michael Porter Jr. And I love Michael Porter Jr. You guys know that. But it's like, okay, well, this this doesn't make a lot of sense. So, you know, I've been picking up some safer players. Um, you guys know I've been picking up Stephen Curry. I've been pretty vocal about that. I just think that he's, a, he's, he's, he's way underrated right now, way too cheap. And, you know, when the season comes back next year, Golden State's going to be a force in the West, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be a secret, you know, them having a potential top, you know, draft pick, Steph Curry at full health, Clay Thompson at full health, you know, uh, Draymond Green doing his thing. Hopefully maybe he's kind of falling off, but you know, he doesn't really need to do much anyway. So I've been buying a lot of Steph Curry. He's again, one of those safer picks. Like, you know, why is Steph Curry so cheap compared to everybody else? You know, he's going for like Shea Gilgis Alexander prices. That doesn't make sense. So that, that's kind of been what I've been looking at, looking at some smarter plays, um, just because I think they're better investments and because I think, you know, they're, they're going to allow for me to be a little more confident if, if something like this happens or if this continues. So, yeah, those are my thoughts, guys. Uh, I know a lot of you have been waiting for this, you know, waiting for that answer. Um, I haven't been ignoring your messages. I just wanted to put it out there to the world so everybody can hear it, so everybody can kind of, you know, see where I'm coming from and, and maybe maybe take some of my insight and apply it and maybe feel a little more confident as well. Prices are going up. I want to know, are you guys buying? Are you sitting on the sidelines or are you buying right now? And if so, are you buying because you think the season's going to come back? 
or do you just think the overall sports cards market is underrated? Let me know. Um, hit me up on Twitter at High Upside Show or Instagram. I want to know what you guys think. And yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter. If you sign up right now, you're actually going to get a free um, template to, you know, Excel sheets. So that way you can kind of plug and play your investments and your sports card investments and just calculate, you know, what kind of profits you made or what kind of loss you made. So I'm giving that out to everybody who signs up for the newsletter. I think it's something you have to do. You have to track your investments. But yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.